This is our podcast song. It isn't very long. <laughs> All right. Hi, Sarah. Hi, Christina. Welcome to Laughing with Gingers, y'all. <laughs> the podcast where two feisty redheads with loud laughter, crazy stories, play games, and spread silliness. Enjoy. That little curly redhead r- ray of sunshine is my partner in crime on the Laughing with Gingers podcast, Christina Curry. My hair is out of control today. Um, <laughs> and that is Sarah Allipin, prankster monk, and my co-host of Laughing with Gingers. <clears throat> so today we are talking about pet laws, and I'm kind of interested to find out what you brought, Christina. Um I brought obscure pet laws because, and no game today, no quiz on my end, uh, just obscure pet laws because if I gamified it, I wouldn't get to share as many as I was hoping to. (laughs) (laughs) All right. uh, Fair enough. That's a really good point. Uh, Today, I did pet history and specifically about the pet rock. (laughs) What? Yeah, I don't know how I got onto this like research hole, but I started digging research on the pet rock. <laughs> oh my goodness. It, it was cracking me up. So I'm going to tell you all about it. There's even a little care and training booklet that I'm going to just like read a little out of. <laughs> How to care and train your pet rock. (laughs) Wow. Um, Now when we read these pet laws, it's going to be even more funny imagining a rock (laughs) with these obscure pet laws. (laughs) Oh, my God. It's funny. Oh, my goodness. Um, Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Let's dive in. All right. Um, Here we go. In Juneau, Alaska, no animal can enter into barber shops or establishment for the practice of hairdressing or beauty culture. Uh, wait, so they can't get a haircut at a salon? Is that what that's saying? Okay, so the first time I read it, that's what I thought. Now reading it again, and I may need to read this aloud again, but I now heard it as they cannot cut your hair or do your makeup. So hold on, let me read it again. No animal can enter into barber shops or establishments for the practice of hairdressing or beauty culture. Oh yeah. They can't do your hair or makeup for you. <laughs> can they can they I'm guessing they can't wash your face then either with all of their licks. Um, uh, yeah. And I'm okay which, with that. <laughs> yeah, I actually I I love my dog and he's mouthy and there's no way I would ever be able to train him out of licking. Yeah. Um so mouthing is like when dogs soothe themselves by putting something in their mouth. Um those are the dogs that like carry things around in their mouths and stuff. Just, just so everyone knows what that means. It also means that he will like put his mouth on you, but he has a soft mouth which means he doesn't bite hard um because he is a service animal. So he knows not to actually use his teeth. Um weird interesting facts about my dog, Clouseau. <laughs> also a redhead. Um and feisty for sure. <laughs> but I even with him, I love him so much. He's my dog. I hate 
being licked by dogs. I hate it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can handle like a little here and there, but and like the littler the dog, the more I'm okay with it. But I'm still like kind of not okay with it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, when you were here, Clue licked the hell out of your face. I know, but he's like little. Like I'm kind of okay, you know. And I'm used to like tiny little licks from like pugs and stuff, and the brand new redheaded puppy that my roommate Jennifer uh, Winterman <laughs> just got. <laughs> it's winter. And his little pup or her little puppy licks are totally like tolerable. <laughs> she's gonna get big though. Yeah, I think so. She's a labradoodle. I think she's gonna get it to be about 30 ish, maybe 40 pounds. I can't remember. They can get big. Some of them come up to like my rib cage. Mm, yeah, she's not gonna get that big. She's like the tiny sized ones. Yeah. Uh, I I think it depends on the poodle. Same with the color because sometimes you'll see like um, black golden doodles and it's so Mm -hmm. strange, but Mm -hmm. it's the poodle's coloring that matters. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) But it tricks your brain because you're like, why isn't isn't your golden doodle golden? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. You're like, I think your golden doodle got confused. (laughs) (laughs) This this is some other dog's shadow. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) The evil stepster, evil twin of a golden doodle. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, Okay. Domestic ferrets are not well known for their hunting prowess. And in West Virginia, it's illegal to hunt, catch, take, kill, injure, or pursue a wild animal or bird with the use of a ferret. Oh, interesting. I don't know why they have to have so many items listed. Hunt, catch, take, kill, injure, or pursue. I mean, what if it just gets out? It, like, what if it gets loose and just chases a bird? Yeah, that's like an accident. It doesn't say accidental, <laughs> chase, hunt, kill, drag, or whatever. <laughs> I guess that would be, you know, you would – you would be taken to court for that and you would get to argue your case that your ferret mm-hmm. just got off its harness or whatever. It was an accident. <laughs> All right. In Ohio, no horse owner is allowed to let their stallion mate with a mare anywhere near a public street or alley. Curiously, no back alley uh, stallion mating with a mare. Curiously, the law only applies to male horses. So technically, if a mare starts the rendezvous, it is completely legal. Oh my God, that seems ridiculous. Also, I would make the assumption that if it was mare-on-mare behavior, it would also be completely legal. <laughs> but that in no way would stallion-on-stallion stallion be legal. Because yeah. <laughs> no, either way, the stallion starts it. Either way, whoever started it, it's illegal, guys. It's illegal. <sighs> oh, my God. I can see them not wanting to like have that go down in public because it seems a little aggressive if, you know – you're driving in your station wagon with your kids in the back, and they're like, look at the horses. <laughs> I love how you went with station wagon. <laughs> I am. 
guess I could have said Mini Banner SUV. I don't know why I pictured like me as a kid in our station wagon going, yeah. look at the horses. I pictured Clark Griswold driving and that would happen <laughs> in one of the vacation movies. <laughs> Oh my god! One time I was driving with my two cousins. It was well, it was my cousin and then his wife, and we're driving. We're going to family, and we both happen to live in the same town at that moment. And we're driving, and I'm in the back seat, and we're just all like yakking away. And we drive by this hill, like a grassy knoll, and on top of the hill is a horse, and the horse is like fully exposed. You know what I mean? Like penis is out like full on display and it was just like up on this hill and all three was of it us like silhouetted like was no it-, it was like daylight and all three of us like mid-conversation I don't even know who was talking we all just stopped and all of our heads just <laughs> followed the horse and then we passed it and we just sat in silence for a minute and I'm like what the hell and then we just all burst into laughter it was like so big it basically touched the ground and we it was like a fifth leg it truly was They're and we huge. were like what the <laughs> i'm not a country person all three of us were all city ga- well gals and guys and so for us that was like what <laughs> oh my god i grew up with horses i grew up riding and stuff and training mm-hmm. um, so you know you're you're yes. not- as shocked about that scene as we were. I mean, it seems like it was a shocking scene still. Yeah. It was just full on. Like it could, it was up on a pedestal. Like it could. By couldn't. itself. Yes. Yes. It was like, what, what state were you in? Uh, Texas. <laughs> yeah. That's what I was imagining. Yeah. 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 It was just like the perfect. That moment, like that moment, <laughs> is that moment ever going to happen again? Probably not. <laughs> that, you know, they're big. Not everything's bigger in Texas. That is no. probably accurate size. <laughs> I wasn't there, however. I'm telling you, it was, <laughs> if it was silhouetted, I would have thought a second horse was standing behind him and that was the leg of the second horse. <laughs> That's hysterical. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, you want me to do one more and then I'll pass you the mic? Yeah. Okay. It's illegal in Montana to guide an animal. Oh my God, I thought of this the other day when I was driving home after photographing that wedding that I was just telling you about because mm-hmm. we have so many deer and I was driving past a railroad crossing. Um, okay, sorry. Uh, I just had a moment, <laughs> an inside joke with myself. In a public format. Good job, Sarah. Let's move forward. Um, it's illegal in Montana to guide an animal onto a railroad track with the intent to injure the train. Oh my gosh. But surprisingly, there is no prohibition for injuring the animal. If the train is damaged, the person responsible may face a fine of up to $50,000. Five years in jail or both. That's terrible. 
Like, that had to have happened in order for that law to come into place, I feel like, you know? Like, did it happen multiple times? Okay, so I'm wondering if this is, like, from when people used to rob trains. Oh, yeah. So then the train's injured, and then you can rob it. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I would I, not I, – That yeah, I bet you that's where that came from. But if you just want to, like, park your cow there, uh, that, you know, it's either that or euthanize them or something. Oh, my <laughs> That's totally God. okay, apparently. Oh, my God. So messy. Ugh. Oh, God. All right. You're up. <laughs> okay. Speaking of blood and gore, pet rocks don't have that. <laughs> <laughs> Good segue. Look at you go. And you can pronounce rock all by yourself. I know. I know. Oh, my God. That was up so fast. Okay. So we all know what pet rocks are. It feels like such a joke, but I kind of dug – I did a deep dive into pet rocks. So it was um, – or I guess still is – a collectible toy. It was made in 1975 by an advertising executive – named Gary Dahl. So the pet rocks are actually a smooth stone from Mexico's Rosarito Beach. And they were marketed, yeah, like a actual live pet. And it, it came in a custom like cardboard box with a straw, breathing straw, and also breathing holes. <laughs> and the... <laughs> The fad, even though it still lingers in like uh, like our language today, the fad really only lasted about six months. And it ended after a short increase in sales during the Christmas season of December 1975. So although by February, February 1976, they were discontinued because of low sales, Doll actually sold over 1 million pet rocks for $4 each, making him a millionaire. Oh my gosh. There's more to it. Like there is a lot of like creativity behind it. So I'll get to that though. So with his money, Dahl opened up a bar named Carrie Nations in downtown Los Gatos, uh, California, a reference to Carrie Nation. I don't know what Carrie Nation is <laughs> and it doesn't explain it. Is it a person? I don't know. Maybe. Liz isn't here to Google for us today. I know. I know. I miss her. So Dahl continued to work in advertising, however, and he avoided interviews for years uh, because a bunch of wackos harassed him with lawsuits and threats. So Dahl said in 1988, sometimes I look back and I wonder if my life would have been simpler if I just hadn't done it. And he has four million in nineteen seventy five money. Like, what's the inflation rate of that for today? I know, right? I kind of want to look up where Los Gatos, California, is and go to that bar and have a beer. Los Gatos is in Northern California. Um, Oh, that's not close to me. It's isn't it kind of near San Jose area? I don't know. I don't know, but I might have to make a special trip, maybe when I'm driving up north to yeah. The Carry Nations bar. Yeah, you may need to. <laughs> I wonder if he has like pet rocks like sprinkled around the bar. Oh my gosh. I wonder if he's the bartender. Oh my God, that'd be really funny. 
He can be like, let's talk marketing. <laughs> he probably doesn't want people coming and asking him about pet rocks. <laughs> no interviews, please. Oh my God. All right. Well, I've got a whole bunch more. So I have like all kinds of like how he came up with the idea and like his biggest expense and all the marketing around it. And then I also have the actual, the care and training of your pet rock, like, um, book. Like it's a booklet that came with the pet rock. God. It's really, it's really actually clever and creative. There was a lot of like, punny, funny, you know, dad joke things that went into it. Oh, my a, – a person after my own heart. <laughs> I know. I know. That's why I just kept going with this, like, research. I'm like, this is fan-effing-tastic. Do, so, do you want another law and then you can just dive right back in? Yeah. Okay. Let's do that. Okay. Um, it doesn't matter how cute – they are lying in their tiny hammocks or sleeping in a furry pile. No one can have a pet ferret in California. Um, it's the only non-island state to prohibit domestic ferrets. Whoa. So you can have one anywhere else? I guess so. Oh, my God. I feel like they wouldn't make great pets. I don't know. I I had a friend who had ferrets, and the only thing I particularly remember about them is the weird sounds they made and that they used to like to get in the shower when he was in the shower. Oh, my God. That's really funny. I feel like they're very hyper, and you have to kind of be on top of what they're doing. They make a lot of like, woo, sounds. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> That's. I mean, this is from middle school. This is sixth grade Sarah, like 11-year-old Sarah talking right now. <laughs> Oh, man. Been a few sleeps since then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've gone around the sun a couple of times. (laughs) Just a few. Just a few. Um, I feel like Liz would know that answer, too, of what they sound like. She knows so much about animals. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay. So good old Gary Dahl came up with the idea in a bar while listening to his friends complaining about their pets. It gave him the idea for the perfect pet, quote-unquote, which is a rock. So a rock would not need to be fed or watched or bathed or groomed. And it wouldn't die, it wouldn't become sick, and it wouldn't be disobedient. So Dahl said that they were to be the perfect pets and joked about it with his friends. Then he took his pet idea a little more seriously, and he drafted an instruction manual for a pet rock. The manual was full of puns and gags that referred to the rock as an actual pet. So let me just like read a snippet for this you. This sounds like shit I would do while drinking and like yeah. you would be so along for the ride. Yeah. You would just yeah, like yeah, – yeah. you would spend the whole time just laughing at me and yes. encouraging me. <laughs> and we would probably end up doing this. This is so something we would do together. Yeah. So you get this booklet and it says, congratulations in big capital letters and an explanation point. You are now the owner of a genuine pedigreed pet rock. Important. Pedigreed. Wow. Pedigreed. Important. Do not remove your pet rock from its box before reading item one in this booklet. Item one. 
your new rock is a very sensitive pet and maybe slightly traumatized from all the handling and shipping required in bringing the two of you together. While you may look in on your new pet from time to time, it is essential that you leave your pet rock in its box for a few days. It is advised that you set the box in an area of your home that is to become your pet rock's special place, quote unquote. Some pet rock owners have found that the ticking of an alarm clock placed near the box has a soothing effect, especially at night. (laughs) It takes most pet rocks exactly three days to assimilate themselves to their new surroundings. After 72 hours has passed, you may remove the rock from its box and begin to enjoy your new pet. (laughs) Oh my God. This is absolutely shit that I would do. I know. I know. This guy just beat me at my own game of is this shit Sarah made up or reality? (laughs) It's 32 pages of instructions. It's amazing. But it actually notably is lacking instructions for feeding, bathing, and so on. (laughs) Oh, my God. I know. I know. So the instruction manual contains gags, puns, jokes. Maybe I'll read some more out of that. Um, and But while but actually sit, stay, were, and roll over. Wait, actually, wait, what does this say? Oh, yeah. While sit and stay, quote unquote, were efforts to accomplish, roll over usually required a little extra help from the trainer. <laughs> Come stand and shake hands were found to be near impossible to teach. However, attack was a fairly simple. Also with some additional help from the owner's force. <laughs> Just throw that pet rock at somebody. I know. I know. They even have a picture of it in a bat or sitting on newspaper with an alarm clock next to it. Oh my <laughs> so it's God. Gonna, like he, <laughs> Oh my God, that is amazing. Yeah. So, yeah, it says, it actually says to put it on some newspaper. The rock will know what the paper is for and will require no further instructions. It will remain on the paper until you remove it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Oh my God. Like, I kind of want to just buy a pet rock for someone. I mean, aka you. <laughs> I just raised my hand. <laughs> oh my uh, goodness! Yeah. Wow. All right. Do you want some? Let's hear some more uh, laws. All right. Uh, this one's California again. Mm-hmm. Animals are not permitted to mate within 500 yards of a church or school. <laughs> The California law against animals mating within 500 yards of a school or church was intended to prevent children and churchgoers from viewing the public spectacle of sexual shenanigans. Oh, my God. That kind of makes sense. Are they going to arrest all the bunnies and squirrels? Oh, my God. Yeah, bunnies. Oh, my gosh. Multiply so quickly. But I don't feel like you catch them in the act. Uh... Yeah. I mean, a lot of it's at dawn and dusk. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. There used to be some, like, lawns around where I used to live in Orange County with all kinds of bunnies everywhere at dusk. Like, it's like all of a sudden they were just, like, they just come up from the ground and there'd be hundreds of them. And they're so gosh darn cute and they 
wouldn't let me near them. <laughs> I wanted to squeeze them so bad. Cute range. You, you know that we had um we had baby bunnies in our backyard. Yeah, um, they're so cute. Yeah. So apparently in this area, we have a lot of foxes here. Um, And so if there's a dog that lives in the yard that is a non-threatening dog, then bunnies will lay their – they'll like create their nest there because the foxes won't come into our yards Mm, in theory. So precious. and Clue, my dog, like, nannied these bunnies. Like, he checked on them constantly and was just like – of course, we did we, – we made sure everything was safe and I didn't touch them. We didn't, you know, rehab them or anything or try to help them or whatever because it's wildlife and you don't do that. Um, mm-hmm. But we put up, like, a little enclosure around it that the mom could still get through, but my dog couldn't, you know, get in there. Um, but he would, like, poke his head in and just, like, make sure they were okay. And then he would, like, come mm-hmm. back and check them again. Oh, <laughs> We called so him sweet. Nana Clue. <laughs> that's so sweet. So sweet. <laughs> I know. I know. He's so funny. Um, okay. In Connecticut – Dogs with tattoos must be reported to the authorities. Um, <laughs> what? Oh, do they mean like the tattoos that like rescue dogs get? Okay, so I'm curious. I, this was what I was going to say. I'm curious if they are like will allow the rescue tattoo. Right. Yeah. I don't know. Um, because like, I mean, if I were, I mean, we didn't rescue Clue, but, um, if, you know, like Angie rescued Bowie. So if she moved to Connecticut, what would happen? Would she be arrested? Would the dog get put in the pound? Would it get euthanized? I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I didn't do enough of a deep dive. There's, it's actually a clickable link. I could probably... Actually, look at uh, oh, it's because a tattoo artist in North Carolina is under investigation for animal cruelty. Oh, by like practicing on a dog or something, I think so. Yeah, that's sad and that's, that's awful. terrible. Also, super different type of skin, and being able to tattoo on a dog is not the same as a human. No, it's not. I mean, it's also terrible, but it just like makes no sense why you would use a dog because it it doesn't translate. Like it doesn't even – I don't know. It's like learning to speak Latin so you can go to France. (laughs) Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. (laughs) I mean, I'm no tattooist, but it doesn't seem to make any sense to me. Yeah, I I just know because, you know, when they test on animals – um, they don't test like on dogs because their skin is not similar to ours, generally yeah. speaking. They test on a specific type of pig and that kind of thing. Mm, interesting. Um, also not great, but that's the only reason I have that information. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'll give you one more and then we'll go to break. Okay. In Sterling, Colorado, cats may not roam freely unless they are wearing a taillight. Now, here's my question. Who is approaching these stray cats, the feral cats, and adding a light to their tail? 
that's no one puts a tail on a cat. There's no way a cat would let you put a a, a light on its tail, especially a feral cat. I'm not going mm-hmm. up and being like, "Excuse me, one second, honey." I you know, redheaded, crazy little munchkin. You little, you. Yeah, you crazy tabby. <laughs> Have you Hold- seen those jewels? Those butt jewels for cats? No, they hang on the tail because you know cats' tails go up. Yep. And they hang on the tail like a little like necklace. And then there's a jewel that goes right over its butthole. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's amazing. It's, that's somebody hysterical. sent it to me when I had my pugs. And they were like, oh, look, maybe, it, maybe they make pug ones. Because, you know, you can see pugs' buttholes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can see Clue's butthole, too, because he doesn't have a tail. He just wasn't born with a tail. Um and we wipe it because when you got to look at that thing, you know he when he sits on something, poops get in places. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and Just on that note, <laughs> we'd have to affix it though because he has nothing to hang it from. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so weird. Oh, God. oh, no. And on that note, we will be right back on Laughing with Gingers. <laughs> And we are back on Laughing with Gingers. I am Sarah Alipin, and I am looking at the incredibly stunning, curly redhead, Christina Curry. (laughs) All right. Well, Sarah, know your rock. (laughs) Your pet rock did not come out of any old rock pile, you know. Really? Yeah. There's nothing common about genuine pedigreed pet rocks. They descend from a long line of famous rocks. Their ancestors can be found amongst the rubble of the pyramids, the cobblestone streets of ancient Europe cities, European cities, the Great Wall of China. Pet rocks descend in one unbroken line that can be traced back to the beginning of time and even further. (laughs) Oh my god, pet rocks are found with the aid of a Oh my god, especially trained rock hound. They are then examined for con- congenital defects prior oh to god. intelligence evaluations. Only rocks that have demonstrated a strong capacity for learning and obedience are allowed to wear the name pet rock. Upon passing initial tests, they are prepared for shipping, packed into their little boxes and sent throughout the world to anxious owners. <laughs> <laughs> this is like this such a weird thing. Okay. Let me give you a couple of commands and then we can go back to facts. So here's a, uh, this is the section one, which is called simple obedience. The command come. It is essential that your pet rock learn its command. A rock that doesn't come when it's called will cause its owner endless embarrassment. <laughs> <laughs> There's a picture of a rock and a hand over it, pointing at it, and under it, the the comment says, command gently but firmly. <laughs> um, oh, my God. A pat of approval works wonders. There's literally the rock and a hand patting the rock. <laughs> okay, the command stay. The next command to teach your rock is stay. It is very important that your pet rock learn this command as it is disconcerting when the rock, when to have a rock that will wander around while you are shopping for groceries or having your hair done. 
Return to your training area and set your rock upon the floor or ground. Look at your rock intently, like you really mean business, and give the command, stick. Surprisingly, most rocks have no difficulty learning this command and respond quite obediently the first time they hear it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. All right. (laughs) What kind of uh, laws do you got for us? Oh, my goodness. That's amazing. Okay. In one Oklahoma town, dogs may not congregate in groups of three or more on private property unless they have a permit signed by the mayor. The dogs have a permit? Yep. So ridiculous. So they can't hang out in groups. No like parties, you know, no like no grumbles. <laughs> no grumbles, no uh Instagram doggy birthday parties. Oh my god. What about a dog park? Uh it specifically says private property. Okay. So okay, that makes sense. Okay. I guess so, dog parks must be public. <laughs> so you have to like if you've got Let's say like a rescue or if you're like babysitting a bunch of dogs, you have to get written approval. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. What if you have like your friend in town who has three dogs? Yeah. And you have some and then now or, we've got an issue. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah, if you have a dog and then you have two friends in town that have one dog each, then you're already over the limit. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh, boy. Um, All right. You want to give me some more pet rock info? Um, Okay. Can they gather in groups of three or more? (laughs) Yeah, they can't. Oh, I wonder if there's a name for (laughs) several rocks together. Oh, my God. (laughs) A group of rocks. A boulder. I know. Yeah. Uh, 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 yeah. A rock band. <laughs> a band. <sighs> a band. Oh, my God. Okay. We're getting ridiculous. All right. So the command stand. <clears throat> You're a little confused if you think a pet rock can be taught to stand. A rock has no feet. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, okay, so now we get to, like, amusing tricks, which is section two. Um, And let's dive into, like, roll over. Your pet rock will learn this trick the very first time you give it a lesson. That statement may be hard to believe, but it is, nevertheless, quite true. The best place to teach your pet rock to roll over is on the side of a hill. (laughs) (laughs) Place your rock on the ground at the top of a hill and give the command, roll over. Now let your let go of your rock. It's that simple. <laughs> oh, my God. That's amazing. Oh, that seems so simple. Um, <laughs> okay, here's attacking training. Attack training. A rock is a loyal and devoted pet that can easily be trained to protect you and your family. Woe be the burglar or prowler who ventures into the home guarded by a pet rock or the mugger who attempts to accost a pet rock's master. There are two basic attack methods to teach your pet rock. One is long distance and two is close range. So with long distance, in those instances, when your adversary is at a distance, (laughs) your pet rock will respond to the challenge 
instantly and effectively and assuring the end instantly and effectively and assuring that it never happens again. First, wipe the sand from your eyes. Next, pick up your pet rock, shout the command, attack, and throw your rock at the bully with all your might. (laughs) This method of protection is surefire and results are guaranteed, although you may want to practice your aim before attempting this maneuver. (laughs) Oh, my God. Close range attacks. If you are threatened at close range, always use the close range attack method. It is the ultimate form of personal protection. The element of surprise enters into this attack method, thereby making it doubly effective. So when the adversary approaches within arm's length and demands all your money, credit cards, and other valuables, reach into your pocket or purse as though you are going to comply with the mugger's demands. Extract your pet rock, shout the command attack, and bash the mugger's head in. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, God. That's funny. Oh my oh, god, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. God, what a what a loyal pet. <laughs> what a loyal pet. So loyal. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. All right. Did you know that in International Falls, Minnesota, cats are not permitted to chase dogs up telephone poles? Who is telling a cat no, and that's actually happening for them? Right? (laughs) Oh, my God. I can't even imagine trying to – yeah. 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 uh -uh. That's that's not even a rule that you can, like, actually make happen. I mean, also, can any dogs actually climb telephone poles? No. <laughs> there is one video of a dog that got up on the roof. He climbed the ladder after his owner, and the owner turned around, and the dog was standing on the roof. Oh, my gosh. It's a golden retriever. Whoa. Which is bananas. Um, but that is an outlier situation. <laughs> yes. Normal dogs are not climbing telephone poles. That's ridiculous. And cats um, aren't listening to you telling them that that's a, a rule that they're not supposed to chase a dog up right? a telephone pole. Yeah, who's gonna who's who's going around telling cats what to do? Certainly not me. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Cats do what they want. Yeah, they do. Didn't we all learn that over Zoom? <laughs> yeah, Garfield. If Garfield taught us anything, it's cat, cats do what they want, and they like lasagna. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god oh my god um all right do you want another one or you want to share some more pet rock i have one final departing okay then i'm gonna i'll give you another one okay perfect in barber carolina um wait barber north carolina sorry when i was like did I just say north or south or did I just go in with Carolina? <laughs> you just went I, in with Carolina. I was like, maybe she means both. <laughs> <laughs> or neither. Maybe she's just totally saying the wrong uh, the wrong place. Um, so they take the phrase fighting like cats and dogs very seriously. And there, the practice is illegal. One wonders if the North Carolina ordinance – came into being at a time when dogfighting and cockfighting were legal. 
Maybe Mm. it was meant to forbid fights featuring dogs against cats, and that would certainly have been a bonus for both species. Yeah. I hope that's why they made that law. I honestly, dogs and cats, like, shouldn't be, nobody should be fighting, ideally. That would be, that would be the ideal world. Can't we all just get along? (laughs) Can't we all just get along? (laughs) (laughs) Um... uh, All right, so rocks in the wild. This is for all you people who don't have your own pet rock. And this is a cautionary tale, basically. A cautionary tale. Uh Yeah, so perhaps you've seen a particular rock in the wild and you thought it might make a nice pet. Do not approach that rock. (laughs) It's an explanation. This is to be discouraged. Wild rocks can give you nothing but headaches. They can be surly, vicious, and unpredictable. They're nearly impossible to domesticate and show practically no learning abilities whatsoever. There's an old saying in the rock circles, once a wild rock, always a wild rock. A genuine pedigree pet rock will make a much more suitable companion. (laughs) So don't go finding your own wild rock, guys. It's not going to work. The marketing on this is brilliant. They just eliminated all the competition. I know. I know. I can just imagine that like that Christmas back in 1980 or 1976 and all the people reading this like thing. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's all right, hysterical! That's all I got for you. I wanted to end it on a cautionary word of word of caution. That is very wise of you, Christina. Um, okay, I've got one more. Okay, cool. So, Illinois purportedly has several unusual laws pertaining to pets. It is illegal to give a dog whiskey, to give <laughs> a lighted cigar to a dog, to keep a smelly dog. Or to take a French poodle to the opera. Oh my god, those are so specific. (laughs) (laughs) Very specific. The Illinois sanction against stinky dogs might be part of a regulation spelling out of neglect or mistreat. Aww. Uh, The state apparently has some of the nation's strongest animal protection laws, ranking first for the sixth year in a row for the best five states for animals. All right. Go them. Yeah. down with that. I mean, but what if your dog just is a stinky dog? Like, my dog farts. He can clear a room. They mean, like, you know, skin-wise or fur-wise. Yeah, I mean, I get it, but also, I mean, it should be illegal how stinky his farts are. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Well, on that that fart note, (laughs) thanks for joining us on Laughing with Gingers. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. We are so happy to have you listening to our silly podcast. Follow us on Instagram at Laughing with Gingers, and I'm definitely going to pose a cat bud jewel for you. <laughs> oh, yay. And a pet rock. And a pet rock. Yeah. They're beautiful creatures. <laughs> <laughs> beautiful creatures. Stunning. Stunning. 
Um, you can also send us funny stories or ideas for episodes. Um, I just wrote down while we when we first started this episode, Christy and I got a really good idea for another one. So I'm Ooh, really I'm excited, excited to tell you later. Um, but you can send us all kinds of stuff and just general fun. Tell us how you're doing on Instagram. <laughs> We're here for it. We're here for it. And get access to premium content, including ad-free episodes, swag, special events, access to us, and more starting at just $3. So check us out at patreon.com slash laughingwithgingers. And I know you know this by now, but we have some new merch and y'all need to get on it. We have some amazing stuff that just dropped. Um, I guess we can tell them what it is now that this episode will air after it's released. Or, you know, just head to our website and check it all out for yourself. That's true. Laughingwithgingers.com. Woo. Tune into Laughing with Gingers next week for some more good times. Bye. Part of the Boundless Audio Podcast Network.